Good morning, everyone. Um, so for today's DT, I wanted to start off with um, just noticing some things from verse 16 and 19. It says, he saw Simon and Andrew. He saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother. And so Jesus is passing along the Sea of Galilee, and he saw just an ordinary day doing ordinary things. But Jesus sees Simon, Andrew, James, and John. He sees these men who are doing what they usually do, fishing and notices them and invites them to join him. Yeah, I think in that sense, there was nothing flashy or notable about them. They were working for a living just to, you know, daily put food on the table. And yet Jesus called them to this lofty and great vision for their lives where they would now impact people for all for all eternity. So Jesus chooses them, not because of who they were, but because of what he could do through them. And the power of their lives was going to be through them following Jesus and his work in their lives. And I think that's encouraging to know that they're ordinary, but God is ex extraordinary. And he chooses to do his work through such people like them and such people like me. I've always been on the side of thinking I can't do much. I can't be like this or that person. And that kind of artificially prevented me from allowing God to work. It made me see being a disciple like a competition. And if I was not very capable, then there's not much that I can do. But how wrong I was. The more I surrendered myself to God, the more I just said yes or was faithful. God was able to use me more readily because I wasn't caught up in all that I was not or the feelings of insecurity dominating me. I had room in my heart to simply love people and share the gospel with a youth student or an elderly grandpa at a nursing home or even overseas with college students. Uh, but the more I said I am not qualified to do something, the more I would feel insecure and I could not be used by him until I repented of those things. So this scene um, is so familiar. As I think about, um, as I think it describes how uh, Jesus found me. I was a high schooler doing my own thing, studying hard to get into a good college, trying to make it through life, trying to enjoy being a typical teenager. And then Jesus took notice and called me to follow him. It's not like, um, it's not that I was doing anything particular spectacular particularly spectacular when Jesus called me, but I was doing what any normal teenager was doing, but Jesus noticed. And just like he noticed Simon and Andrew, he noticed me. He didn't notice a crowd, but rather an individual person. So I'm challenged by Jesus, who in the midst of just an ordinary day, he not only notices people, but has a vision for the various people, and with all, um, and with that calls individual specific people to follow him. How easy it is to go through the day without noticing people, and then at best, if we do notice people, to merely pass them by instead of seeing people with a sense of vision. I was thinking about how we're, what we're doing in impact with the virtual tutoring program and thought about how we get a chance to see these individual kids with vision of what God could do and through their, could do in them and through them, through their lives. And in verse 18, um, it says, And immediately they left their nets and followed him. And then verse 20, And immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee and followed him. The disciples' response to Jesus' invitation to follow had a couple of notable things. One, um, it was immediate. And as soon as they heard Jesus' invitation, there was an immediate response. No decision paralysis here, but a simple response to the invitation. I thought about how increasingly it's hard for people to make decisions. Maybe it's because people want the best of both worlds and we're deceived into thinking that we can exist in that kind of world. Maybe it's greed. Maybe it's fear of not making a decision 
um, of not making a decisive decision lest it turn out wrong and um, I don't want to experience negative consequences as a result. Yeah, significant decisions to follow God are never easy and will always involve a cost such as giving up of my time or energy or money in order to serve God. As much as there is good involved in uh, as much as there is good involved in thinking through and mulling over important decisions. At the same time, there's something uh, psychologically at work when we delay decisions too. I recall hearing a study where if someone doesn't respond to do something in the first few seconds, they're less likely to do it overall. I know it doesn't mean people should not count the cost when it comes to following Jesus or being prayerful and making important decisions, but I also have to know that the delay should be approached thoughtfully and not as a way to give myself room to give into my fears or desires for comfort. It's helpful to know my tendency so it doesn't become a convenient excuse to say, oh, I need to think about it first, when what that means is I don't want to be bothered. And that's just an example. So this is just to say that sometimes there is room for us to immediately say yes to some need, though at the moment I'm not sure how it might work out. That way I'm not always being calculating to see if I have the time or money or resources to respond to a need that comes my way. The other thing I noted was how following Jesus entailed a leaving. I think we understand this intuitively and historically as we think about our own stories and decision to follow Christ when we were saved. Maybe some of us had to leave our ambitions, harmful relationships, addictions, proud ways. But there was um, some sort of clear leaving. And I think as we look back on our decision to follow Christ, uh, the familiar story in our own lives when we first made that decision to follow Christ. I think what challenged me, though, was how this needs to be an everyday response and how it can't be true of my life only when I look back on my decision to follow Christ. So are my responses to Jesus to follow Him uh, that happen daily that quick, decisive, and is there a leaving of things in my life? having that quick resolve to respond, or is there a long deliberation on things? And in so doing, there isn't a clear-cut decision that's made, or perhaps there are some things that you haven't been willing to leave behind. Following Jesus entails immediacy and a leaving. Finally, I'm challenged by, Jesus's, uh, by the fact that Jesus calls ordinary fishermen to join him in becoming a fisher of men. It's ordinary, flawed men that Jesus invites on this incredible journey. And I was thinking about what does that ordinary, um, ordinariness entail for these fishermen? And I thought that these people were people with just ordinary jobs, ordinary mental cap uh, capability and cop competence. They were probably full of um, character flaws and sinful. This encourages me because there are times that I feel like I need to somehow be better or more in order to respond to Jesus' invitation. But it's the ordinary that people that God calls to do the amazing work of gospel proclamation.